This is a Dragon Blazer production, and I am the little boogeyman. (laughs) Welcome to Pro Wrestling Apologies Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Atkins. And with me today, my kayfabe brother, it's Steven. Hello. Steven the Frog, apparently. <laughs> I'm a battle toad. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, uh, how's things? Oh, pretty good. I watched a got, pretty good got football a win game. of the week. Okay. Yeah. Is that your win of the week is a football game? The Raider win, Raiders winning? I don't know if that's my win of the week. Um, hmm. What would be my win of the week? I'm trying to think of if oh, anything man. really cool happened this week. Hmm. I'll tell you, my win is in the McDonald's Spicy Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I heard that on the Great Crew Review podcast. <laughs> Really shelling those nugs. Well, you know, um, you know what would replace that as the win of the week for me is if you give me a high quality. PWA WTF Hall of Fame. All right. So that was a little song we just heard. Not song. <laughs> Wasn't a song. All right. So I got some trivia questions again for you. Oh, yippee. All right. Number one, they were a tag team. Number two. They were a tag team. We're talking about the New Age Outlaws. Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. Two. They only wrestled one match. Okay. Uh, number three. They faced jobbers in that one match. Didn't help. Number four. They hailed from Terrytown, Texas. From Terrytown, Texas. Mm-hmm. Number five. One was called Tommy. Tommy. Number six, the other one was called Terry. Number seven, one of the other jobbers was also called Tommy. Huh. Uh, Number seven. Or number eight, one's real name was Barry Hardy. You should very hardy, no. You should recognize the other one's real name. The other one was Dwayne Gill. Okay. Otherwise known as uh, Gilbert. Gilbert, yes. And number ten. They were fake heroes in a half shell. Um I, I'm assuming a turtle related team. They were the toxic turtles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, you got me stumped here. I've never heard of this team. <laughs> so I'm going to show you the one match they were in, and we are okay. going to be the commentators of this match. Oh, uh, that I should be t- fun for the listeners. <laughs> now, I can tell you Gilberg was the orange one, but I have no idea which one was Tommy, which one was Terry. I believe that's been lost in history. <laughs> uh, in the interview, Goldberg or Gilberg says he. Uh, <clears throat> oh, was there a fucking train going through? Uh, I'm not sure if that's <laughs> true. Like Sound like Braun Strowman was sneaking up on you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was lost in time. Uh, not even Gilbert knew which one, uh, which turtle was. Twi- uh, they were even called the Toxic Turtles because <laughs> he says he thinks that they were called the Battling Turtles. 
The match was on March 9th, 1993 in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, the entrance music was uh, vaguely turtle-like. Vaguely <laughs> turtle-like. And it was originally Max Moon's music, who was recently released from WWF. Apparently someone was like, eh, close enough. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Okay, so uh, Stephen has sent me the video of these toxic turtles, and um, I guess we're going to watch this together and do some commentary. So, uh, Stephen, are you ready in three, two, one, go? For one fall. Yeah, I'm not sure which one Bobby is which. Stevenson and Ron Preston, I think is what it said. And yeah. Oh, oh here's, here's the interest theme. All right. All right. The kids are happy. They're <laughs> flailing about stupidly. Yeah. The toxic turtles. Yeah, that was uh, Max Moon's uh, music and he just got released from the WWE like, <laughs> so right, they just, right before. So they right just before. Uh, recycled it. Yeah. Okay. It's just like a, it is just like a Ninja Turtles Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah. It's a cheap Ninja Turtles Halloween costume. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. there's, uh, there's Gilbert in the ring right there. Uh, that one's Gilbert. Okay. Yeah, he's the, Ooh, he's nice the orange roll. turtle. Nice roll. Oh, um, he's super excited about that roll. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh. an exciting match. We got the uh, whatever the other one is uh, <laughs> hyping up the crowd. Yeah, yeah. All right. The children are thrilled. The adults are like, what is this shit? <laughs> All right, we got this tag. Is... We got a hot tag, hot tag, hot oh, tag. Here we go, here we go. Double team oh, move. The double oh, kick. nice kick. The nice double, double drop kick, kick with, uh, for some reason, the turtles are wearing shoes. Yeah. Oh, they oh. are. There's Barry. Oh, he, okay, he's on, he's on, on his, his shell. shell. He's on his shell. He's stuck on his shell. Uh, yep. Okay, he's been helped up by the other turtle. That was and actually... Back to action. That was actually supposed to happen, according to Gilbert. That was just... Oh, yeah. 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 I think that was pretty obvious. Um, okay, we got the hot tag to the other one. I don't know which one's which. The orange turtle. And, yeah. uh, is, okay, the it's crowd scary. is booing. I'm hearing boos yeah. because the crowd this is, is not a stupid. fan. <laughs> uh, lots of boos. The boos are getting heavy. Well, um, there is no the, commentary. Uh, so I turtle guess Gurry. All the, okay, Turtle Gurry. Okay. <laughs> turtle Gurry. Okay, kick oh. out. Um, this is. Exciting action, and I am positive this is exciting for the podcast. <laughs> He's just slapping them some for turtle no chops, turtle chops, <laughs> turtle slaps, and uh, okay, a nice forearm there from that turtle. Tag in, tag into the other turtle, <laughs> and um, that one's well, okay, a turtle drop. Uh, oh, another tag. Gilbert says, dance for the crowd that is booing them. Oh, it's the shell well, shock. It's a shell shock. Is that, isn't that a, what Ryback called his finisher though? I can the one, two, three. According to over. According to Gilbert, that's what they called that the move in the interview I read. Turtles are your winners. The new tag team champions of the world. <laughs> They're just the dead. toxic turtles dancing around super excited ignoring all the boos <laughs> all the people booing the hell out of them all uh, right yeah. that match was uh, uh first seen on a dvd called wwe unrevealed 1986 to 1995 so uh thank you wwe for throwing a sigh at my childhood and giving us the losers in a fake half shell all right well that was a fantastic PWA WTF Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. Yeah. So, um, where are we at? Uh, first off, let's let's address uh, the Puantasy draft from last week. Uh, big hit. 
People <laughs> are loving it. Um, so where are we on the Quantasy League? Well, Steven? in last place is the most electrifying ultimate rage with 18 points. Mm-hmm. His, uh, his best player was Keith Lee with six points. Yeah. Uh, in third place is the Master of Shock, Pew Pew, with uh, 19 points. Uh, my best player was uh, Bobby Lashley with six points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second place was the Craig McAtkins Kiss My Apologist Club <laughs> with 24 Stupid. points. Yeah, Oscar was getting me some points there. Yeah, Oscar was your best player, uh, seven points. Uh-huh. And then uh, the Crew World Order takes the first week with twenty-seven points because of two two superstars got him twelve points. Seth Rollins didn't, and didn't Roman he Reigns bench Big E after all that. No, Nonsense. no. Oh, he didn't bench Biggie. Okay. Biggie only got him one point because he was only in that one segment where he attacked. Uh... Fortunately, I'm rooting for Biggie. So, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we do have a little bit of a rule change this week. Um, we're adding where if you are in a match, shit up as we go along. Well, that is the whole point of a test well, run. <laughs> um, First off, we have to address um, Andrew just beating a dead horse and just (laughs) pushing and pushing to get um, R-Truth's finisher as a roll-up to the point where I I, I almost just want to let him have it because I don't don't know if we're going to see many Um, (laughs) roll-ups. You you haven't got around to Raw today, but... There was no real competition for the 24-7 championship. There was just, like, Truth just, like, dropped his title into the water, and him and little Jimmy had to go retrieve it from the water, and <laughs> he was afraid of Sharknadoes, and you, you, I'll let you watch it on your own when you uh, Sharknadoes are a thing to Raw. be concerned about, so, you know. <laughs> and uh, So I almost just want to let Andrew just have his way, and um, I'll discuss why I want to let him have his way if you – Go ahead. Progress. Well, the, the only rule changes we did was uh, now when a, a wrestler is in a match, you get points if they're in the main event. Also points, specialty matches, title matches all give you points for just appearing in the match. I'll allow it. So that is our only rule changes for this week. Uh, more may be coming depending on, you know. I'm just kind of watching the show and seeing what, what I can see that might be something that would be good for added points. So um, any uh, drops and pickups? Well, there was one drops and pickup. Uh, the Craig Atkins Kiss My Apologist Club dropped uh, Apollo Crews. booted Apollo to the side. And picked up Sasha Banks. No. No, no it was no. Alexa Bliss. I'm sorry, wrong one. Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Yep, and um, unfortunately, because we had to make the rule that a finisher has to be listed on WWE's website because of Andrew just just trying to push for a pin, a pin to be a finisher, <laughs> then I can't pick Alex, uh, Alexis' finisher as the Sister Abigail until it's listed on WWE's website. Which so thanks, Andrew. Thanks for ruining it all. Thanks for throwing throwing a stupid wrench into the whole thing. <laughs> but uh, so that's the only the only drop and pickup. Then was me. Yeah, you were the only drop and pickup. Nobody else. Sorry, Apollo. Anyone. I had to let you go. I'm sure you understand. All right. So that, that's that's all you got on the Pantasy League for this week. Yeah. I'm sure we're probably going to hear some talk, trash talk from uh, Andrew. We've already heard a little bit on his two superstars scoring all of his points and getting them first place. Uh, we got bitch. the uh, we got the Clash of Champions and Gold Rush coming up this weekend. 
<laughs> and um, it's Ricky has Randy Orton, right? No, I have Randy Orton. Oh, you have Randy Orton. I think you're going to score big this weekend because I have a feeling Randy Orton's taking that title off of uh, Drew McIntyre this weekend. I like the sound of that. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it's a ambulance match. I think this is the way Randy's going to take that belt without uh, without Drew having to take a a loss. Yeah. Well, that means Keith Lee's taken, or is this a triple threat? I haven't watched Raw yet. It's not so. a triple threat. Oh, no. Um, unless, unless they're going to change anything. It's just a one-on-one ambulance match. Um, we Mind you, um, Raw has aired already, but we've not gotten around to watching it yet. So, I mean, so, so these predictions are based off of just ignoring this week of wrestling of, of Raw and SmackDown oh, okay. this week. Yeah, um, but that's my but prediction. You kind of said the, you kind of uh, said last week that you thought Randy Orton was taking that title. I think so. I think so. I think uh, I think Orton's taking it, and uh, Drew's gonna get it back when we get fans again, which might be sooner than later. If uh, I'm sure Vince McMahon is chomping at the bit. <laughs> um. So. We also have Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. I mean, come on. We already know. We oh, know. are we doing our predictions now? Yeah. Okay. I think me talking about the match was all about. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm going to stick with Drew McIntyre. I don't think he's going to be losing that title oh, yet. so you're still going back to that match. Well, <laughs> okay. you, you didn't officially <laughs> ask me. You just told me what you thought. And that's what I think. I think Drew McIntyre wins. Okay. Um, Roman Reigns, Jey Uso. Yeah, it's Reigns. We know, we know what's happening there. That one's not really a... <laughs> um, I think this match could be the, the match of the night, this Intercontinental Championship ladder match, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, and Sami Zayn. I think Ooh, this that, one is going to be a that blast. That could be a good one. That could be a real good one. Um, I think Hardy <laughs> retains. I think I'm going to go with Sami Zayn. Yeah, that might be a good choice. It, it's real. It's gonna. I don't think AJ is taking it, but I think it's definitely between Jeff and Sammy. I think. I think. Uh, say be, what? I th- yeah, I think it's Sammy. All right, go ahead. SmackDown Women's Championship: Bailey versus Nikki Cross. I, I mean, Bailey, obviously. It's There's it's, no it's definitely Bailey. I would, I'd love to see Nikki as champion. I'd like to it's see what they would do with yet. it. But I, I I don't see any way that you have Bailey lose that title before Sasha gets her shot. I feel, no. I, I, mean, I feel like the whole breakup is for this feud with the title. So, yeah, and, I think um, it's definitely Bailey. And Helen sells the next pay-per-view. So are we getting Sasha and Bailey in the cell? Ooh, that could be amazing. I just thought about that. Uh, wasn't Sasha in a really good Hell in a Cell match? Uh, I think it was, was, yeah. was it Charlotte? Yeah, I believe so. It was really good. So Bailey, Sasha, and the Hell in a Cell, that could be awesome. So we got the Women's Tag Championship, Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler versus Riot Squad, Jackson and Baszler. Yeah, I don't see them losing it yet. They're not losing that title yet. Um, and this is a spoiler for Raw tonight, so consider yourself spoiled. The Raw Tag Team Championship, uh, the Street Profits, are defending against Andrade and Angel Garza, who were just beating the hell out of each other last week. I mean, they've been so we get to see that match time, again so for that the eight hundredth time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think it'll be the last time we see that match, unless, unless they decide to give the titles to them that'd be interesting i guess they uh, hate each other but it um yeah i kind of feel we already have the storyline of two tag team champions that hate each other with nia jackson and Shayna baszler so <laughs> i don't well, I think, think they're i think they're coming together though mm. I, i'm gonna go with street profits i don't i don't think they're gonna yeah, do yeah street profits are more storylines at so. once uh, we got the Raw Women's Championship, Asuka versus Zelina Vega. It's yeah. going to be on the kickoff, I guess. 
Oh, then it's, yeah, it's definitely definitely going to be Oscar. Yeah. And um, I believe uh, aren't the I don't know if it's made of fish. I could, I, I thought um, I think the um, the SmackDown Tag Championships uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke are defending against the Lucha House Party. If I remember right, pretty sure Lucha Lucha gonna lose. <laughs> I I agree. And I don't know if it's been made official or not, but I think it's I think we're seeing Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Crews for United States Championship. Bobby's hanging on to it. Yeah. Also agree. We're we will be covering that show this Sunday. Indeed. Should be exciting. I always like Clash uh, of Champions. I like the concept. Seeming like it's seeming like it's going to be a pretty decent show. I, th- I think that uh, Intercontinental ladder match is going to steal the show for sure. I agree. That does sound like the best match on the night. And the in the Roman Reigns and Jey Uso, I think it's going to be a fun match. It, either that, or it's going to be a super short match. <laughs> it's either going to be a fun match or a fun beatdown. We'll yeah. see what happens there. I, I I look to see the fiends show up in that match somehow. Yeah, yep. And also with the uh, SmackDown Championship match between uh, Bailey and and oh, Nikki, yeah. Sasha's think, definitely showing think, up. Well, I, I, or Bliss? <laughs> no, I don't think yeah. Sasha's showing up. I think Alexa Bliss is showing up. I think Sasha's been written off for a little while. I think uh, I think we're going to see the freshly fiendish Alexa Bliss show up. Yeah, that's definitely possible too. So okay, so but yeah, you have that to look forward to this weekend. Clash of Champions should be fun. But for now, we're going to go to a show that is not fun. And nobody wanted covered. And <laughs> so we I, are going to cover it here. <laughs> it's, this is this is some ultimate procrastination right here. Been putting this one off because yeah, I got this wild hair thing. And, oh, the ECW on sci-fi, that could be a fun show to cover. And, like, we're just going to sit down. We're going to watch this. We watched part one. And, oh, man, did it suck. Uh, and part two, ah, not really any better, is it? Um, the matches were. Uh, the matches I'll let were you cover slightly that. better. I didn't get around to watching it. Um, but where we last left off in this ECW and sci-fi short saga, RVD was the WWE and ECW champion. Um, well, things soured on RVD shortly after he won those championships. On July of 2006, when he he and Sabu were in a car together and they were pulled over at an infamous speed trap in West Virginia. RVD was caught with 18 grams of the devil's lettuce. Oh, and RVD and, does weed? What? I know, it's a shocker. And five <laughs> Vicodin. Um, and Sabu had some paraphernalia and some prescription drugs as well. I feel like Matt Riddle has significantly more than that wedged between his toes at any <laughs> given moment, but I guess, guess in 2006, it's no bueno. Uh, both men were slapped with wellness violations. RVD immediately dropped the WWE title to Edge and then the ECW title to Hardcore Legend, The Big Show. <laughs> oh, geez. On this brand that was supposed to fuse the nostalgia of the past of ECW with the stars of the future, they just put the strap on the old hand, the, at the time, very, very stale Big Show. Well, and I've got some bad news. We also don't get the return of the zombie in this show, so that was oh. very disappointing. Fun fact about the zombie that I've learned um, in 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 looking up how this ECW experiment went wrong. Um, the zombie was not in the ECW original. He was introduced on that first ECW on sci-fi simply because 
sci-fi wanted some sci-fi themed <laughs> wrestlers. Um, okay. So WWE had toyed with the idea of a Martian getting beat down by, by, um, Sandman. Sandman. And they ended up going with a zombie. <laughs> and, um, we, you get, that they, makes sense. They eventually, to give in to sci-fi, they introduced a wrestler by the name of Kevin Thorne, who was like a vampire. Um, just didn't work out, but that was kind of their compromise to come up with a sci-fi themed <laughs> wrestler. Fun fact, <laughs> fun little aside, but ECW's ratings started surprisingly high at the beginning and dwindled down pretty fast as ECW just kind of became a lesser WWE brand with no real identity. Paul Heyman left pretty quick after some disputes with Vince McMahon over the handling of their first and last uh, ECW-specific brand pay-per-view, ECW December to Dismember. Um, It was handled poorly with WWE superstars going over the ECW superstars, of course. And Paul Heyman really wanted to take new new star to to the WWE and ECW CM Punk he wanted to push CM Punk as the top ECW star and he wanted it was an elimination chamber uh main event for for December to dismember he wanted CM Punk to win it he wanted CM Punk to just slap that anaconda device on everyone tap him out and win the whole thing like strong Vince McMahon mm. did not want to budge. Vince McMahon was not a fan of CM Punk. We know the story. <laughs> um, so instead of le- allowing CM Punk to win, Vince McMahon chose a very green at the time, Bobby Lashley, to go over and and become the ECW champion in that elimination chamber. Um, he wasn't ready. Bobby Lashley, wonderful. He's 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 a great wrestler. Love him today in the Hurt Business. He wasn't ready back then. And the fans didn't take to it well. They weren't fan. They, they loved CM Punk and those ECW originals. They weren't, they weren't a fan of Lashley at the time. Mm. Um, in no time, pretty much all the ECW legends were gone. Paul Heyman left shortly after this pay-per-view, after De- December Dismember, because he just hated the way it all turned out. So we're losing all of ECW's identity here. The legends are leaving. Paul Heyman's leaving. Um, it, they did start to build up some new stars and we'll get there. And so it was becoming something different, something that ultimately became better, but it had to get pretty bad for a while. <laughs> um, they did some dumb shit, like having Vince McMahon become the ECW champion, taking it from Bobby Lashley, of course. Oh, um, we covered that in the last episode. <laughs> And ECW shockingly plotted along for four years. And that brings us to the final episode of ECW on sci-fi that I did not bother rewatching. I watched it back <laughs> when it was on. I didn't bother rewatching it. But Steven was kind enough to watch it for me. So, Steven, why don't you tell us how that show turned out? Well, it turned out really short. There's only two matches on here. Uh, the matches... The matches weren't terrible. Uh, the first match and how the show starts is with the uh, the unified tag team champions, the Miz mm-hmm. Show versus Yoshi ECW Hardcore Legends, the Miz <laughs> Show. Yeah. Uh, versus Yoshi Tatsu and Gold Dust. Uh, wow. They came, what a team. <laughs> Yoshi and Goldust came out to this music that sounds like some weird, terrible kids show music. <laughs> I mean, uh, Yoshitatsu was a good wrestler. I remember him. No, actually, that was one of the things I noticed in yeah. this match is uh, there was this interesting senton that uh, Yoshi did on Miz. Uh, Goldust had him on his knees. He like uh, had him near the ropes and Yoshi just... Uh, Bounced off the rope and did a senton on him while uh, Goldust had him. Uh, he also had this fun reversal while he was being thrown out of the ropes where he just caught himself and slingshotted right back in the ring. Uh, Yoshi, he was 
kind of fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, I remember he was a pretty good wrestler. Uh, unfortunately, Big Show throws Miz into Yoshi like a battering ram. Uh, and then Gold Dust does a power slam from the rebound of an Irish whip, uh, whip on Miz, which was per- picture perfect. Uh, but yeah, Miz Show retained those titles and yes. won. Uh, it was a, uh, the Big Show did a, a punch on, uh, Yoshi on, in the corner and while the ref was distracted and Miz got the pin. Uh, then they showed, because uh, this was the end of it, ECW, and they were replacing it with the uh, new, this show called NXT. Yeah. Uh, it was like a reality show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they started uh, announcing throughout the show who the first ever uh, people were going to be. Uh, each each wrestler, uh, new wrestler, had a pro that came with them. And the first one they announced was the pro. Uh, this guy, his name is uh, Chris Jericho. Yeah. Her uh, yeah. Uh, he had a rookie, Wade Barrett. Yes. Now, now part of the NXT announce team. Yeah. Um, then they had... Then they told uh, pro Matt Hardy yeah, with rookie Justin Gabriel. Yep, I remember Justin Gabriel. Pretty good high flyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, the general manager of NXT, Tiffany. Yes. Which I don't really you mean of ECW. Or ECW, I'm sorry. Yeah, she was a Diva Search winner. Well, she talked about NXT and mm-hmm. is interrupted by Zack Ryder. And uh, woo, woo, woo. He, he feels he comes on there and he says he feels that he should be in the title match uh, instead of Christian or now Christian was the champion. So instead of uh, uh, Ezekiel Jackson, uh, he should be in the title match. And Tiffany tells him no. And then there he had a woman. Do you remember who uh, Zack Ryder's valet was at the time? She was four. Uh, she she I uh, didn't I I did not recognize her, and they didn't say her name. I, I, I no, I don't remember. No. Uh, he says he's uh, it's extreme rules. So if he wants to make his presence felt, he can woo, woo, woo in a very healy, healy way. Yes. Uh, the start of the woo 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 movement. movement. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Fun fact about uh, (laughs) – I apologize – about Zack Ryder at the time, uh, part of the Major Brothers um, before – he was part of the Major Brothers with Kurt Hawkins. um, I forget what their names were, but their last names were Major. And then Vincent Mann found out that they were not actually brothers – and was like, well, why, why we got him as as brothers? And uh, and they kept them as a tag team, but changed their names to uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Huh. Also, their entrance theme was done by uh, my good friends in the band Disciple. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, then we have Tony Atlas in the ring, mm-hmm. and he introduces Abraham Washington for the Abraham Washington Show. Yes. Uh, Abraham says he's the most entertaining man in sports entertainment. And the Titan Tron tells the audience to applause. And then Tony Atlas, Atlas keeps laughing forcefully to every terrible joke Abraham Washington tells. He says he's the hottest free agent once, uh, uh, ECW goes under. And he's gonna bring out his guest. Which is himself. (laughs) And he talks to himself. And then I was very, very thankful when Shelton Benjamin came out to interrupt this clown. The gold standard at the time, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He was the gold standard Shelton Benjamin. Uh, I agree with Shelton when he says that this is unwatchable. It was, that was not good. I was not enjoying myself. 
at the Abraham Washington show. Uh, then Vance Archer interrupts. And Archer tells Shelton he better not be on the same show as him. Uh, then Kaylee Croft and Trent Beretta. Um, did you recognize Vance Archer? Not really, no. I recognize the name, but... Oh, it you might recognize the name because it's very close to what he's now known as. Murderhawk Lance Archer in AEW. Oh, okay. Go ahead. He looks a lot bigger now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's... He's uh he's eaten his Wheaties since then. <laughs> Apparently. Uh so then uh Kaylee Croft and Trent Beretta come out to say it's so boring. And I agree. Did you um, recognize Trent Beretta? <laughs> no. I didn't recognize those two at all. He um You mean of the of the dude busters at the time? Trent Beretta, you might recognize him now as Trent. He's a Really good friend. Uh, you might one might say a best friend. Oh, of freshly so squeezed Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I did not make that connection. Yeah, uh, go ahead. <laughs> then uh, Vladimir Kozlov. Uh, and so this is just to did show. Did you recognize Vladimir Kozlov? I mean, yeah. big Russian guy. Go ahead. <laughs> He's a big Russian. <laughs> Uh, this is just pretty much to showcase all the ECW wrestlers before they, yeah, before they get the boot. Uh, he speaks some Russian, and then finally somebody starts kicking ass. Kozlov. Uh, then he shakes Shelton's hand after they do some ass beating together. Mm -hmm. Uh, then we get more pros and rookies. Uh, we have pro Carlito. Mm -hmm. Uh, with rookie Michael Tarver. Yeah. Pro Miz with a uh, rookie, uh, some little guy named uh, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, he yeah. never make anything of himself. I'm no. sure he was probably terrible. Um, he looks so young too. <laughs> he did and beardless. <laughs> yes. Uh, pro MVP with rookie Skip Sheffield. You recognize who Skip Sheffield was? <laughs> that one I recognize, but I didn't put my finger on why. This is Ryback. Oh, yeah, you told me that. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, then Pro Christian, with a man who has all the kids, Heath yes. Slater. <laughs> he's, got, he's got kids, man. He's got kids. Uh, then Christian comes down and talks about how he is happy he is at ECW. He's very proud of this, and he's fighting this fight for everyone. Then we see that the next pro is CM Punk with rookie Darren Young. Oh. And future primetime player, Darren Young. Yes. Then we have the main event, the second match of the night. <laughs> ECW champion Christian versus uh -huh. Ezekiel Jackson with William Regal in his corner. Uh, Christian has control of the start of the match and Zack Ryder... Uh, Zack Ryder comes down and during the match and attacks Christian as he said he was going to. Then Ryder's valet smacks Christian, and then ECW general manager, who is very upset because he she told him no, comes out and spears uh, Zack Ryder's manager. Uh, then that takes them out of the match, and then Christian drop kicks uh, Jackson's trash can into his face, which that was pretty fun. Uh, this was a fun hardcore match. It was an Extreme Rules match. Um, Jackson misses ramming uh, Christian into a shopping cart, or shopping cart into Christian, uh, but then he tosses him into the cart. <laughs> uh, Christian then drop kicks a table into Jackson and William Regal, who were they were trying to get it out of the uh, out of the apron, and they were going to put it in the ring and. Christian did a drop kick on the outside to both of them. Uh, Regal then attacks Christian, and then uh, he tries to attack him again, and Christian uh, catches Regal and do does the kill switch on him. But Jackson takes advantage and gives him a rock bottom on the table to win. So yeah, you're new and 
one day champion of the ECW title is Ezekiel Jackson. And then uh, they announced the last person pro R Truth with rookie David Atunga. Oh, yes. David Atunga. And that is it for ECW on Sci Fi. Wow. What a show. Ezekiel Jackson, you know, he he got a lengthy run with that ECW title (laughs) of just uh, like now a couple minutes. Technically, he's he's still champion. I guess he is still the champion right now. Uh, So uh, he's had that title for 14 years now. (laughs) That was it. it. That was it. And then uh, just a week later, ECW became NXT, um, started out as a reality show. I remember at the time I was like, I was like, you know, they're going to get rid of the third WWE brand for this garbage. (laughs) Why would they do that? And NXT, um, you know, started out as like, as a reality show, like I said, with the, the pro wrestlers, and their their rookie, which is hilarious, that Miz was the pro for Daniel Bryan when the Miz was like new to wrestling at the time, and Daniel Bryan had been <laughs> been killing it in in Japan Jeez. and in the Indies. Um, and that first season ended up becoming the very awesome for a short while until they ruined it. Nexus. You know, all of those members of uh, of that roster became a stable nexus. They invaded Raw, um, had that brutal beatdown. You know, they showed up and they were beating down the the, the timekeeper and, and the announcers. And unfortunately, um, Daniel Bryan decided to take the take some cables and start strangling. I believe um, I believe it was Michael Cole that he was strangling, if I'm not mistaken. And it, because this was shortly after the Benoit incident, Daniel Bryan was fired. So he did not actually get to really be a member of the Nexus. He was rehired again shortly afterward. But, you know, he didn't actually get to be part of that Nexus. He was just there for the debut. Then Nexus went on to be interesting for a while until they were buried. CM Punk led the new Nexus for a short while, which led into his pipe bomb promo and all that. And of course we know NXT. They've, they've been, they, they, they did pretty good for themselves, didn't they? Yeah. They've, it's, it's they've become best show. Favorite show. <laughs> yeah, they've become the super popular third brand for WWE and uh, many people's argument of the best wrestling there is on TV right now, going head to head against AEW every week, losing to AEW, but still, still holding, holding up pretty well. And uh, yeah, that's history. ECW had to die so that NXT could rise from his at from its ashes and become I mean, an, an excellent show. I mean, they weren't really doing ECW right anyway, so it de- definitely and, and was for the best. You, you got to see the early signs of what was becoming NXT anyway, ultimately just a third brand, yeah. except it became a successful third brand. Um, <laughs> mostly, uh, you know, when they introduced the WWE Network, uh, NXT was like the staple of the WWE Network for a while there. Now it airs on USA Network. And you in the uh, WWE network. And uh, that's it. That was, that was ECW on sci-fi WWE's ECW from 2006 to 2010. It wasn't all bad. Uh, let's talk about the stars that came out of WWE's ECW. All right. The biggest obviously was CM Punk. You know, he, he, that's where he got his start in the WWE was in this, this ECW. Um, he left the brand after cashing in the money in the bank briefcase on raw, 
becoming the champion for a short while. Uh, another star out of ECW was John Morrison, who he had already gotten his start in WWE a few years earlier when he, he started on Tough Enough and was a co-winner of the third season. He then moved up to Ohio Valley as an assistant to Eric Bischoff named Johnny Nitro and had some success as he was part of the tag team M&M. Mercury, Nitro, Molina, uh, where he became a three-time tag team champion with Joey Mercury. However, his real breakout came when he went to ECW, changed his name to John Morrison, and became the ECW champion there, and proved he was a single star. Uh, He left for a few years and is now back on SmackDown, teaming with Miz and trying to steal Otis's briefcase. I mean, I'm loving Miz and Morrison, so (laughs) (laughs) hooray. (laughs) We have Kelly Kelly, former cheerleader, went into modeling before signing with WWE in 2006. To become a stripper. She was only 19. She was only 19 when she joined ECW stripping. 19, (laughs) man. Um, Of course, we know her from part one, where... WWE was just where she tried to strip having her <laughs> do strip teases and uh, led to an angle where her boyfriend Mike Knox would try to stop her from getting all naked. Uh, Kelly proved to be more than just a pretty face and etc. When she moved on and won the Divas Championship on the main roster, so she was she was a breakout. You can say Sheamus. Sheamus started his WWE career on that brand. And he didn't last on ECW very long because uh, I think they saw what they had in him and they moved him up to the main roster quick. And he ended up winning the WWE title within a year of his debut. Hmm. Uh, Kofi Kingston. Oh. Kofi got his start in ECW. Couple uh, Moved on to New champions. Day. Moved on to be a WWE champion himself. And a few familiar AEW faces uh, came out of WWE's ECW course jake hager the former jack swagger started there and he was an ecw champion yeah and as we've covered uh as i as i mentioned earlier murder hawk lance archer wrestled for the brand under the name vance archer he just he was swapped so out that first letter of his name and of course orange cassidy's best friend one of his best friends trent of the best friends in wwe's ecw he was trent beretta uh, one half of the tag team, the Dude Busters. <laughs> and as Dude for Busters our to the best fi- friends. Yes. <laughs> Dude Busters, the best friends. As for our final ECW champion, Ezekiel, Ezekiel Jackson, he went on to SmackDown as a member of the core, which was oh, yeah. the offshoot of uh, Nexus with uh, Heath Slater, Justin Gabriel, uh, drawing a blank of I, I, Wade Barrett, I believe, was in the core, if I'm not mistaken. Or I Wade, was thinking no. Wade Barrett was. I can't remember. I know Wade Barrett was the leader of Nexus when that yeah. started, but he might have stayed on Raw. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> he, uh, uh, Ezekiel eventually became the Intercontinental Champion before he left WWE in 2012. He wrestled for TNA and then Lucha Underground, and he retired in 2015. Still, technically, the ECW Champion. <laughs> and that is where we stick a fork in ECW. It's done. It's gone. Rest in peace, ECW on sci-fi and just ECW in general. As we know, Paul Heyman is back in the WWE managing Brock Lesnar, then managing Roman Reigns. So he's doing pretty good for himself. He's left ECW behind, but it still exists in our hearts. Maybe not this version of it though. Maybe, (laughs) maybe not. I mean, (laughs) To be honest with you, I never really watched ECW before it was on WWE. I never really did either. I, I mean, there's a lot of ECW stars I loved, like RVD, obviously. I was always a big fan of RVD. 
never got into Sandman. He was not a good wrestler, really. He was he was entertaining, I guess. Sabu was kind of fun. Um, but uh, yeah, we got some. Good, I mean, hardcore legend Mick Foley spent some time there. Yeah. A lot of a lot of great wrestlers that had passed through the original ECW, and a lot of great wrestlers passed through this version. I mean, I'm not trying to hate on ECW. I mean, I just I, I, I'm I never really watched WCW much. I mean, I did. A I did watch bit. this did. version of it. I watched more of this version of ECW than I ever did the original ECW, and uh, I remember I, I enjoyed some of it. You know, I got. It was fun seeing a few guys get to hold that title. I don't know how much that title really meant, but like Chavo Guerrero got to hold it. Yeah. Matt Hardy got to hold it. Um, Christian, obviously. But uh, that's it. That's all I got. So, um, hey, Steven, why don't you hit me with your plugs? All right. You can uh, follow me on Dragon Blazer Productions on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Instagram, and you can follow me on Twitter at Dragon Blazer Pro. Yeah. And you can follow this show uh, at PW Apologists on Twitter, where um, it's not getting a whole lot of engagement because um, – Y'all don't get on my Twitter for some reason, <laughs> but uh, I'm offering up three months of WWE Network, and all you gotta do is give us an idea for a a uh, PWA WTF Hall of Fame induction. If I like your choice and it's one we haven't done before, um, I'm gonna pick your choice, give you credit on here, do the whole profile, do do it up real nice for you. And give you three months of the wonderful WWE Network so you can see some great things like ECW on Sci-Fi. The zombie. You can see the ECW zombie. You can watch those damn turtles wrestle or whatever you want to do. I don't know if that's on the network. Okay, I'm, <laughs> it might not be on the network, I guess, according to Steven. So follow, interact, PW Apologists on the Twitter can follow me at Craig Atkins so you can see me talk about destiny and politics um, <laughs> and, and spicy chicken nuggets from McDonald's. And uh, we love pro wrestling. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes it is. <laughs> <laughs>